I'm not always good. Jesus brother. Christ. What do you think this is? A parade? Like an RGB parade? When the politicians keep politicking before you turn He's never been this social. Drinking. Spend some time collectively Politicking with the show where I don't know, man. Cause the truth is I don't know, man. I I just I don't know, man. All you crazy kittens and cats out there in pod person land. Welcome. Was that a last minute decision Fucking to do thief. that? And it it just, was it like just five seconds before. Yeah. So it's only one sounded, cat here. It felt like it. He's I on was, the table. But I wanted to do it slow. <laughs> That's how it started though. So like. You were just. Uh, well, no, it was just a last minute decision. That, uh, no, no, not slow, but just a last minute decision that I just never bothered to change. I will never call the people who are listening to the show cats and kittens. Yeah. It's not a thing I think I'm going to do. Mm. And not that you guys can't. I think I stole it from Greg Proops, who stole it from, you know, every DJ from the 50s. Marcel Proops. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Paula Tinkering. Yeah. With us, as always, Mr. Sean Fabernet. Uh, I don't know. There's a what, thing, you, Are I you going to clap for him? What are you doing? I don't know. Nerd alert. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't find any of the buttons. No. Oh, there they are. Pressing the buttons like a fool. Sean, is Sean O'Brien. Now, why are they misfit labeled, too? <laughs> um... Yep. And we have a special guest, Miss Kelly Ridgeway. Hi. <laughs> I like that song, but we can't play it on this podcast. You like it because you made it. I didn't make it. I just happened to record it or part of it. That's all. So mm. glad you made it. So I'm driving this episode, guys. Really? You know what that means? It means we're going to go we're off the rails. Anywhere, yeah. <laughs> it means it's just two congruent like, pieces of railroad tracks somewhere along Middle America. I'd like just to think rant looping in and yeah. out. This is, I'll take it. But rant there's many corner. different corners. There's four corners. You know? Rant circle. Three at the least. <laughs> yeah, it's a half round. So, ra- roundabout. Yeah. Rant about? Rant about. What's, oh, what shape, yeah. what polygon is our table? Uh, a half round. It's just a semicircle? Yeah. No, it's a trapezoid. It's a half circle. No. It's, it's not a trapezoid. Yeah, it's round on the Oh, side. I thought that those were straight. Oh, That's yeah. Right. No, no, no. These are guys. So for you, for those of you who don't know, Sean Faw and I are on the rounded side of the semicircle. And Sean O'Brien and Kelly right now are on the flat edge. Straight edges, bro. Damn. We're the diameter, if you will. We are. That's true. You are the backbone. You could each be a radius. We could. Yep. Anywho. <laughs> this geometry lesson brought to you by Mr. Joseph Banya. That was just random. And I really, yeah. honestly, I want to drive today because I feel like I haven't been talking enough and I want to kind of express myself. But I also don't care that much right now because I'm just annoyed at everything, I got to say. But there's nothing like... It's you not know, one the, thing. The, 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 well, yeah. I mean, over the last six months, there has been a lot of uh, <laughs> My, what, fire. What and, could that be? Well, no. I mean, like each week, there has almost been like a specific event that has just, you know, made your blood boil when you're coming in here. That's and, true. You know, right now, it's, uh, you know, a lot of little things, but there is nothing like there's no major uh, target right now. Well, currently, 
coming off Infrastructure Week, which we know is a great and powerful week for our tremendous president, um, we really huge. We don't have a lot of big one, you know, one hit wonders here. We have these little drip, drip, drips. I think of information that come out. So you must have some question. Is the wind coming out of our sails here? Like, thank are you, we Sean just O'Brien. Getting Sorry. like, I don't know. Yeah, it's it is. I think I'm suffering from a little fatigue. Yeah. Yeah. Um, totally. But. I think we can't, we can't lose our focus. And I think it's good because I wanted to kind of divide everything from this, you know, half of the podcast where I want to just talk about Russia, honestly, and, and that whole idea of it and, and breaking off of that versus things that are actually happening and we can affect such as healthcare. Um, well, but, let me ask you this, but, which would go no, go ahead. But Sorry. honestly, I want to just say the question first, cause I know you're going to get upset if I don't say it. What is <laughs> happening people? What is, what is happening is the question. I don't know why I keep, I think that that's just fun at this point. It is fun. (laughs) That's a callback to like 20 seconds ago. That's okay. What do you, um, I I don't know what's happening, man. Well, I think interestingly enough, there's been a lot, and we haven't been doing any of these podcasts for two weeks now. So it's been two weeks worth of Oh wow, it has been two weeks. So we didn't do anything last week? No. Why didn't we do anything last week? Was anything crazy going on or was it just like, or is it that things are always crazy? (laughs) No, I wasn't busy enough to not fucking come up and jerk off. Hmm. But like, <laughs> you know what? Okay, here's a good moment. We're gonna break Uh-oh. off for this, and we're gonna do a little moment of levity. Um, and what we're gonna do is at we're, the beginning. You yeah, at the beginning, because you know what? We're gonna start off on a fun note. I okay. think what we're gonna do is we're gonna, if I can pull this up, we're gonna look at so this is the, like the first part of an amusement park slide, where like you're like yeah, and then the rest of it's like. Fuck, I mean, we're, we're gonna get now. we're gonna get into some deep shit, but oh, uh, hold shit. on, let's just have some fun first. Oh, you know what? Before you do get into uh, new business, I do want to bring up a, a little bit of old business, if I could. Hang on, I want to bring up business before that. Hey guys, remember to follow us at Politankering uh, on the Twitters there. And uh, also, if you get a chance, head over to fogcast.com. You can also Fogcast. donate to our com. Patreon par- page. Uh, you can also follow uh, at Joseph Bunyer, www.com. Uh, or you can follow text at calling before Joe uh, for, to follow Sean. If <laughs> Is you guys it really want worthwhile to. if you and fuck then. it up like that? Well, I'm, well yeah, yeah, of course. That's the whole joke. That's why it's funny. Yeah. Um, oh, is it? Uh, also, last but not least, if you listen to us on iTunes or however you describe, however you subscribe to us, yeah. if you can uh, write us a review and give us a rating, that would really be helpful. You can uh, help us find new listeners and tell a friend because I love all of your faces, even though I'm not allowed to say that anymore. Tell so your enemies the, too. Don't so just tell most, your friends. Tell everyone. Well, you should murder your enemies right after you tell them. I think that that's well. No, that's not productive. Oh, I guess we don't that's give, fair. You let them subscribe first. Give Speaking like, of productive, give them like a week or so in between. But... What was your housekeeping? <laughs> uh, well, uh, tangentially or uh, almost directly related to that, uh, those of you that do feel like contacting us, um, well, we do have some contact. Uh, so, oh uh, shit, Ryan Cashman writes. Uh, let's see here. In episode 73, I think you were confusing two stories slash people. The rape scandal being attributed to Sylvia Berlusconi was actually Dominique Uh, Strauss-Kahn. Sylvia Berlusconi is famous for his, uh, what is that, bunga bunga orgies, as Ryan puts it. Uh, Basically, uh, we were conflating two sex scandals. Uh, Berlusconi was the one that was uh, diddling children. Um, whereas, uh, uh, Strauss Kahn was, uh, what was Strauss Kahn? Oh, that was the maid in the, the, uh, Handmaid's Tale. Yeah, exactly. It's kind of like how I like, I like how Putin rubs little boy's bellies. Ugh. Just a side note. I don't know. I don't know how that's related, but he didn't maybe. rub his belly. He kissed, kissed his belly. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. It's yep. way worse <laughs> in front of everyone in red square. I guess it all depends on And then he worse. murdered Litvinenko because he tried to tell people. 
Russian names more than two syllables long or just way too difficult? He's the dude who died from polonium in his tea in England. Well, polonium is three syllables. I can't. I, I can't. I can't. Shit. Three so, times. So go to polonium. <laughs> okay. Now for some fun, people. Okay. Um, I want to throw the curtain back and tell you a little bit of our exchange. It was just a very funny comment that happened in our messaging and a Facebook message where Uh-oh. the three of us talked to each other to prepare for oh, this podcast. fuck. I wonder what... I said yeah, some I horrible thought that was things. off the record. What's happening <laughs> It is very off the record. The thing is... Kelly, it, how red is my face right now? <laughs> it is nothing bad. It is a quote from Sean Faw. That is Uh-oh. it. I thought oh, it was, thank God. It's very funny. And here's the thing. We were arguing about our other podcast going down on South Park and how to watch the new mo- the movie coming up, Bigger, Longer, and Uncut. And then, as Sean would say, and I will read you this quote, and then I'm going to discuss why I think it's amazing, because I wouldn't describe it as Sean Faw's Kofefe moment. Because I define Kofefe as, oh, I wrote this down, as a, okay, hold on. Well, okay, let me read you the moment first, then we'll talk about why. Okay, here's what he said. We were talking about why we need to do something about the hot software podcast. And he says, I don't need to do anything, dot, dot, dot. Next quote. Sorry, I went to Walmart today. Dot, dot, dot. I still angry. Dot, dot, dot. <laughs> Sorry I went to Walmart today. I still angry. And I thought it was very in your character. <laughs> and it was a nice, funny, I still angry was a great... It totally encapsulates. Accent, enca- yeah, yeah. It encapsulates your personality in an interesting typo. <laughs> and I thought that's what a kafefe is. It, it's, it's Trump showing that he is a... Illiterate fool while falling asleep. The stuff in the that middle you of his... garble. The stuff that you garble seconds before you fall asleep is a kafefe moment in your in your. So like, it's like a Freudian you know, uh, slip of texting. Yeah, yeah. that's fair. Yeah, yeah that's a linguistic Freudian slip is probably the best way to describe Does... what you're what you're describing yes. as a kafefe moment. Yes. Isn't all Freudian slips linguistic? No, it can be verbal. Oh, yeah. I, the word does linguistic mean? Linguistic, well, okay, I guess that's fair. Let language-wise can also talking. be spoken. Yeah, that's true. I was true. thinking right. I was thinking right, so verbally. you're right, yeah. You're right, I guess that's fair. Yeah. Okay, Booyah. so maybe maybe it all... <laughs> He's right. Oh, no! No, it's not. It can Shirai. also be pictorial. If you draw right, right. if you draw a huge uh, thing, then it wouldn't yeah. be... But that's not linguistic. Pictionary. Thus, not all Freudian slips are linguistic. If they're like, hey, oh, draw, yeah. draw a cigar, and you draw a penis, that's a Freudian slip. Um, well, I could still argue that uh, <laughs> the visual language is a language of itself, so it is linguistic. It, no, it's pictorial. It. You haven't... Right, right. So it's not... Visual language. Pictures. You think that's linguistic? There, there is certainly because of the a language. Communication yes, you want? yeah, you know, like math is language, visual. You know, it's, nah, for, that's like a whole I said, tune I, I, into our exactly. Art conversation we can uh, that. probably. Yeah. That's pretty good. Sean and I, Sean and I are perpetually <laughs> like you and I. I'm pretty sure just had a silent moment in our eyes. It was like, what? We talked about this for four hours, yeah. no questions asked, and we wouldn't have to talk about news. <laughs> Holy shit, let's do it. Let's it's just okay. Do it. I don't mind for a little while. We can have a little fun. And that's what the Kofefe moment was, wasn't it, Sean O'Brien? It was our bring, little night bring of it back. raucous, boisterous fun. He's learning to drive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yay. Let's <laughs> applaud him. Yeah. It's like I took a shit for the first time. <laughs> I don't mind that being my theme song. That's, that's fine. Uh, what is happening, guys? Well, I, I wanted happened? to... Oh, well, let me ask you real quick. Go before, ahead. Um... <clears throat> In your estimation, what would be better to talk about first? The Russia stuff, the, like, it seems like you have sort of a whole plan of things with Russia, like, kind of, I don't, it's just a rant or whatever it is. Not necessarily, but yeah. yeah. How, I, I, don't, I don't really know where you're going with either, but I, I guess. I think he just feels he has not sufficiently convinced us, so he wants to uh, 
Convinced down. is not the right word, but yes, that's true. <laughs> it's certainly possible, but yeah. I guess my point was, what do you think, from just a, a, a purely objective standpoint, well, whatever, forget all the philosophy behind that, but... <laughs> forget everything I just said. <laughs> <laughs> forget the philosophy behind objective versus subjective, but what do you think would be more beneficial to the society to talk about first? The Russia thing that you have, or the things that, like, the actual things you were talking about would happen? And as a, as a follow-up to that, what do you think is more, I don't want to say on brand with the show, or but just more entertaining? Oh, Jesus. What would be more interesting to listen to mm. the stuff that's relevant or the Russia stuff. And I don't, and this is kind of a microcosm of the entirety of the news cycle every single day. Yeah. And thus I turned the mic over to you. <laughs> no, I think that's the question. And I think Pots of America has talked about this question to many of the people. It's basically the more entertaining one is Russia, but probably yes, the one that will affect the most people is probably healthcare and other such legislation. But that is an American centric uh, opinion. I think from an objective standpoint, Foreign policy is really what's going to change the most lives, in, if, in my estimation. From a producing standpoint, though, if we're not going to reinvent the wheel, the standard order of any of these things would be uh, the monologue of random news and then diving into a specific topic. But aren't you a contrarian, so you just want to go against even your own plan? Always. Hey, Kelly, what should we do first? What do you want to talk about? Oh, I don't know. Kitties. I mean, I'm so sick of this, like, <laughs> healthcare. Thing because it's yeah, not. Yeah, we've done five shows on that. It's then. not a fucking healthcare bill, though. It's like. Yeah, well, I actually, I agree. they're not I proposing agree. a healthcare bill. Yeah, it's so insurance. I, it's not. Yeah. Yeah, a I just hate that it's like, oh, the Republican healthcare plan. Like, it's not a plan. It's not a plan for healthcare. It's a plan for like just removing subsidies and taxes. Well, it's a plan to save insurance companies is what it is. I mean, that's, that's the biggest thing that they, the problem that the Republicans have with the Obamacare system is that it's just not solvent. It can't, it is constantly costing everyone that's uh, contributing more and there needs to be a fix on the fundamental level. I mean, that like we, I've said this many times, but there is just a fundamental problem with health insurance. It, yeah. it, it just can't be insurance. Like that's just not how a sustainable insurance system works totally you know i i think you're right i think we have actually have talked this enough oh, yeah. i think the question is now more uh the second degree meaning how do we get the senators is that the blistering to vote? or is that <laughs> that's no. the third degree oh secondary is like <laughs> no second third degree is when you don't feel it anymore there's when three the degrees like there's three levels shit. of the epidermis <laughs> oh right on. once you've burnt singed the first that's first level degree burns that's basically your standard sunburn second degree burns would be the second level of the epidermis mm -hmm. the third level is third degree burns uh -huh, your epidermis is showing Skin what level is a, what level is a sick burn i'm curious uh, uh that is a uh, that is a i have nothing funny to say that's, that's, a, that's a soul burn. <laughs> I asked for it. I, I couldn't. I couldn't okay. do it. I'm sorry. I tried. That's all right. My, I'm very chill. Alley oops aren't very good. If you don't have no, a slam dunk. That's, a, that's <laughs> definitely a rule of improv that you are breaking, sir. Yeah. I shouldn't yeah. just set him up. Like, yeah, I exactly. Yeah. yeah. Like you just threw happened? the ball up, and I watched it. I'm like, if cool. he dunked, if he dunked it, then I'd feel like a great improv oh, it was, it, yeah, it was well good. that's the thing like if you know he has something getting him to that is great improv mm -hmm. but just throwing someone under the bus is horrible it's funny oh, no, it's funny not, so so that's I, that's not, a good uh, point no, no no it's a good point I, I shouldn't say horrible but um uh non-cooperative or combative improv but not if it's <laughs> my fault like i mean he did throw the ball up perfectly to like to dunk it and yeah. I, I like hit it like I was like playing volleyball. <laughs> like, so it was my fault. So what do you have against volleyball? Fine. If I'm playing basketball, a lot. Okay. <laughs> it's not the go it's not the rules of the game. Whatever. Anti volleyball light. <clears throat> my sister played volleyball. 
Oh, so you have friends that play volleyball. Mm. Congratulations. Friend, I mean, you know. Some of my best friends are volleyball players. Yeah. Right. I don't know what happened, Kelly. <laughs> I don't know either. <laughs> I, get they, 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 I don't know how to transition into anything right that now. That was like a Kofefe moment. There you go. <laughs> Thank you. Honestly, the Kofefe stuff really wasn't going to transition to me anywhere anyway. So, yeah, It's going to stick around for the whole time. Good. Um, <laughs> what's been going on, I guess? What's happening? What is happening? Well, I'll tell you what's happening. I... Fu- I want to talk about one thing that's been bothering you or I noticed is, is, is I follow Twitter a lot now. I'm obsessively going on Twitter. There's your problem. Hold on. No, I, I don't say it's healthy. It's certainly not. <laughs> uh, but I do see a lot of the left-wing Twitter. And I mean the kook left. I mm-hmm. mean, and I want to talk about that for a second uh, about how the left is kind of... The people I'm usually talking through you to. Through me too? Yeah. Yeah. To <laughs> through us. Fair enough. That's fair. Yes. And I'll tell you... Well, that was the grammar that sold him on it. Yeah. I, I, I had to think about it for a second. That's the truth. Um, it's word math. There's a few people on the left that have a lot of followers. And they basically are publishing things that are exaggerations and untruths. And it's causing a lot of the left wing to seem exaggerated and crazy and hysteric. Totally. Um, and this is a big problem. And I'll name names. Louise Mensch is probably the queen of it. Uh, Claude Taylor, her little underling who used to be a White House photographer, hmm. and John Schindler, who is the IC guy, who actually, I don't know if he's as bad as the other two, to be honest. Wait, what's IC? Uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Intelligence community. I'm speaking hmm. like I'm on Twitter. Jesus. Uh, I've been reading too much Twitter. I'm speaking in abbreviations now. The thing is- um, <laughs> You don't know what IC is? <laughs> yeah, bro. You believe in intelligence. Uh, it's weird. I've been uh, reading up on the, uh, the ham uh, license, so- I got a lot of different codes going on. That's good. The ham license? <laughs> yeah. Ham radio. Ham radio. I can't with this. <laughs> Go ahead, Joey. What do you That's got? Fair. Yeah, <laughs> you should ignore that. <laughs> yeah. Um, I guess my point is, one, the left has taken hold of this sort of conspiratorial thing. And my goal originally for you, Sean Fall, was to try to get you addicted to left-wing conspiracies Dude, right? <laughs> so <laughs> it could balance them out. I really, I thought about that. I was like, what if I, what if I package this conspiracy theory as something like as narrowly yeah, interesting as possible to him. and present it? But I couldn't, like, in my right moral mind do that. I was like, it just didn't seem right to even try to be like, hey, conspiracy theory is good if it might serve as some sort of end game that I want. Like, no, I can't. No, and, and to me, that's the game that the left is playing right now. And that's the kind of my whole thing is why I really think like a lot of this Russia is very comparable to the 9-11 is an inside job thing. Now, it's that, oh, you know, starting with the end and trying to work backwards to to backfill the the possible events that can lead us to a conclusion rather than, you know, really searching things out in a true scientific investigatory manner. I like the way you presented I, that. I, I like the way that you presented that, regardless of the outcome. <laughs> uh, Kelly, do you follow any of that stuff? Any of the really far left stuff? I'm not on Twitter, dude. You're not Twitter. Good job. No, I don't. Um, no, I basically just read, you know, I have like my Apple News app and it kind of just combines like a bunch of different um, outlets together. So you can just kind of, you know, go through and read articles. And then I listen to just mainstream podcast have you heard of louise mensch no Not i mean yeah i've heard her like, name but i don't know what she talks about yeah okay. real quick i do want to adjust that apple thing that's one of the things i really like about the apple and the google news is that it gives you kind of like the headline articles but then when you actually open an article it gives you the option of going to other sources for that same story so you can kind of cross-reference fairly easily like what different outlets opinions are or whatever yeah so you're not like 
I don't know. So if I read, you know, Washington Post article, there's like a Fox News article there too. So I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, what are they talking about? Like, mm-hmm. what are they saying? Yep. That's good. So yeah, I haven't seen too many crazy left people um, or really know what they're peddling, I guess. <laughs> I just feel like that's going to push more people away. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know really who they're trying to reach out to. Or I think that's true. And if I- it's supposed to be combating the the InfoWars, you know, Roger Stone guys, it's just going to... Well, I think... Well, okay, so here's the thing. People think Louise Mensch was... and Actually was um, an employee of of, uh, of Rupert Murdoch because she used to work for uh, Mm. his corporation in England, came over here, and she's been photographed with uh, Milo. She's a conservative. She's a Tory. She's pro-Brexit. Meaning, I'm sorry, Tory's a conservative uh, party in in England. Anyways, uh, (laughs) for my mom, who doesn't know what I'm talking about. (laughs) The point is, and she's been photographed with Milo, and supposedly people say she is intending to gaslight or confuse the left and turn them more conspiratorial in an attempt Mm -hmm. to discredit them. Um, And that's interesting because we're being attacked from the left as well as obviously from the right, I think. But she's like a wolf in sheep's clothing. Like, she doesn't even believe it. She's like sort of... I think just parody. I think of, she's she's that's also the theory of Ann Coulter as she's, well. She's yeah. also a former romance novel writer from England, God and she kind of loves the idea of these fantasies. I think, and she likes hmm. kind of buying into these fantasies and pretending and that kind of stuff. And it's leading to problems. For instance, she would say that there's a seal indictment on Trump, and that probably does not exist. But all these people think that there is, and it's making them seem hysterical. So yeah, certain things like that. Um, and what I do think you think of the word hysterical. Funny. We're talking about it today. It's, yeah, I think we've been using it a lot because of the mass hysteria thing recently. Uh, yeah, but you know, it's, it's it's closely associated with you're right with women. Women, you know, I think you're that's exactly she, correct. I'm using it. You're right in the sense of no, no, she's absolutely correct. I'm using it in the it's sense of diagnosis. mass hysteria. But yeah, when you use it like that, in fact, you're right. It's mostly geared towards that, women, and it is a sexist phrase. Totally. Well, it, yeah, I I've been hearing this argument a lot lately, and I I do understand the uh, you know tracing it back to its roots. Yes, there is certainly a a feminine. Uh, connotation to it but in over the last hundred years of usage of the word it has taken on other meanings and i really have to take issue with this idea of eliminating words from our vocabulary just because one of the definitions is not as suitable as some of the other definitions because it really just seems like more of a a forcing of the upper hand a forcing of a supper yeah it's 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 more just like i don't really have have a point, but I want to throw you back on your heels, and I want to yeah. make you reconsider the words that you're actually using. You're such a fag. Exactly. Yeah, Whoa. and and that's you know such that's kind of my point though. I that know. is kind of my point though. Like well, it's true. I was introduced. I, to I the do word. agree with you, and well, it's it's it's. I, I do want to right. just hit that hysterical has come to mean <clears throat> comedy. Yeah. So you no, know, that's how that's how I thought of it. Is yeah. like when I was growing up, you know, my mom would always say like things are hysterical. It was like super funny. Right. But. Yeah, so I never really had a connotation of it being female right. or and, not, and but my, people are freaking out. Exactly, and my point is just to assume that someone is automatically sexist because they use the word hysterical when it has to be explained to them that that is a sexist term rather than, you know, the common, more common usage of something being very, very funny. I had, about- a, I had a two-hour conversation with my mom on her 60th birthday Aww. about this very topic. Jeez. Like two hours long. But what about Kamala Harris, though? Like when I, people were talking well, about Kamala Harris, I agree. she is hysterical. Let me let me give you. So let me. <laughs> I mean, no, she, that guy was trying to be a dick. Like, <laughs> let's be honest. No, she. I don't think she was actually being hysterical at all. No, um, not I, at all. But the 
the I just pundits, funny. the male pundits. Were no, like I agree. I think specifically I wanted, chose that word. I agree. I think, and I wanted to bring this back because I wanted to talk, talk about Nancy Pelosi as well. Oh. And and there's been Can a I lot get of the history of words real quick though. No. Oh, okay. sorry. We're skipping that. Sorry. Depends on what is is. I was going to explain what, really, what both fag and hysteria, like the history of fag and hysteria, but never mind. Nah. It's okay. <laughs> Look it up. Just but, because I know it and I feel really bad. By the way, because you I said haven't seen Always Sunny. Literally, you know, literally. Have you seen the new Always Sunny season? They talk about this. I haven't. Well. Okay, we'll have to watch it. I feel really weird. Mm. Uh, Nobody understands me anymore. Nobody right. understands me anymore. Anyway, go ahead. What's up next? I'm sorry. <laughs> the point is that there has been some sort of sexism. People have noticed this. Kamala Harris, Hillary Clinton's approval rating hasn't taken a bump like every other president has post-election that's lost. Uh, Nancy Pelosi has been a lot of I stand with Pelosi now after the Georgia 6 election. Uh, she's taken a lot of heat because basically we've lost a thousand seats in Congress. We, I say we as a Democrat. A thousand. A thousand, a thousand seats since 2009. Oh. Yeah. That's, that's literally the facts. Um, Wait, lost a thousand. What does that number mean? That's a thousand weird elections. Statement. So like, Congress plus Senate combined, I believe. But I mean, yeah. Are we talking about like uh, every election that has happened in Congress? Like, I guess. you know, like all there's there are you know at You're least forty right. percent that are always going to be Republicans. Uh, so I say that, that I repeated counting? that stat because oh, I just heard yeah, it. Probably, they must be. Yeah. Or were like, those times where it's flipped? Exactly. Yeah. Is it times where it was point. contentious? Like that. The, we well, need I guess more. it doesn't matter actually because even if it. So let's let's just semantically break it down. It, you know, even if it is uh, an incumbent, a, a loss is a loss. Regardless Every of the election has, is, like, a, yeah. is a new so battle. You, let's so just say there have been a thousand elections that a Democrat has lost. Yeah. Okay. I think sure. that's fair. <laughs> yeah, I could, I could buy that. Since 2009. Right. But that's what I'm saying. By quantifying it like that, that's not an alarming statistic whatsoever. That is, okay. you know, that well, for you, it's not for me. It is <laughs> I, ironically, well, you guys have switched. It just has no context in that. Yeah. It's weird. That's a funny point. Yes. Yeah. I'm alarmed that Democrats are losing seats. Wait, uh, why is that switched? No, I meant in the sense of like, um, so, so once you've instilled the kind of the, the reality of the number that it actually sort of, well, maybe it's not It's disalarming in such a degree that it wouldn't matter if you're looking at it from an objective standpoint. If you're looking at like your team has lost a thousand times, then yeah, yeah of course it sucks. Hard, it, yeah. It's a bummer. But if it's just a number and since 2009, no, it's not that alarming. Okay. No, I, I'm, I'm on the team. I, I admit it. Okay. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, what I wanted to say though, is the left does eat its own. And we're seeing a lot of that with, with the attacks from the left, from the conspiratorial left, but also after the Georgia sixth election, there's a lot of democratic talk. What should we do next? What's the strategy? What are they going to do? And then there's this whole other opinion that I was listening to, which is maybe we shouldn't discuss this in public. Maybe this is why we lose elections. And I say we again, because we seem waffling on our values and we're not sure of this, where really the people who win elections are these people with backbone and conviction, whether they're kind of right or wrong. But the point is they, they look good. They stand for something. They're not wishy-washy. Well, I'll, I'll tell you right now what the Democrats can do. They can re-examine their primary process and they can make it more open to the public. I mean, that's been one of my big uh, cries about this Russia thing is that it has mainly been a distraction from what actually happened in the Democratic primary. Yeah, so, but that's just that's just the presidential election, though. We're, well, like, no, but as that, far as that Congress, is, that is just it has the, a trickle-down effect, for the, sure. Yeah, that is just the flagpole, but for that, sure. I mean, to me, that just kind of goes to show that that is business as usual. Like, you know, I, as I always say, coming from Chicago, like, I'm just used to this yeah. sort of machine-type politics where, you know, everything is just already dictated. You know what I think Democrats can probably stop doing? is stop talking about how to win the election and just talk about what the fuck they want and how to believe because that's kind of that's the argument Inspire that i've heard more 
Well, well, I guess my point is I, I've never really heard Republicans talk about winning elections. I've talked about how Other to get Trump, there. Yeah. <laughs> Great We're point. Do more winning Great than point. Anyway. But even to that, I yeah, wouldn't yeah. even say that Trump talks about like it, I wouldn't even say Trump is a Republican in that in that capacity. No, no. Democrats but, talk about how to win, whereas Republic uh, Trump just said he was going to. No, no, for sure. Well, even still, how to win or that he has or right. what all he yeah, ever yeah. fucking talks about is winning because yeah, we're going to yeah. be winning so much, we're going to be sick of it. Exactly. But. But no, yeah, I think I'm so it's, sick of all of his winning. He's going <laughs> it's, so much. He's getting tired. He's winning well, so much. Damn, good tarps would get out of his way. He'd be able to do something. But I guess that's mm-hmm. an issue. I mean, I've never really heard Don't Republicans talk a about how democratic to... system. I would be changing the whole world. <laughs> like, I, come on, buddy. I've never talked. I've never Kitty. really heard Republicans talk about how they're going to win an election. Maybe, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe well, they have. Is, it's maybe very happens. simple. They'll do everything up until the law and break the law to win the election. They're, right, but they don't talk but, about not it. Not that Hillary won't. I but mean, they, but no, hey guys, guys. My point is, they don't talk about it. They yeah. just go Roger after it exactly. because Roger does Stone now. does. But when's like, yeah? But when have you? When had you even heard the fucking name Roger Stone prior to this election? I uh, I, ha- I have, but not. I'm not like this. No, but, wonk but, circles. The name has been thrown around certainly, but he was not a household name. Until. Right. Yeah. And 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 I guess that's the thing. Republicans, we've heard of Karl Rove. We've heard of other people. Republic- he was maybe. a cabinet so, yeah, Maybe it's just me. Maybe it's just me. Major Listen, administration. Exactly. <laughs> they've wanted to win for a while, and they're willing to do a lot. And this is the whole voter Everyone wants to win. The voter suppression argument I would make, and, and gerrymandering, and blah blah blah. I think that a lot of people just got complacent. I think people are distracted by, um, you know, social media, reality TV, whatever it is. I think that people are just complacent. Isn't and that I your fault? My fault. Isn't that what you do? No, I don't. Oh, never mind then. It's my <laughs> fault then. <laughs> yeah. I'm breeding the youth of that. Um, And then it gave... You guys meant media, it, just it, so it gave a, Yeah, I'm not... That's like well, a very inside moment. Well, I get... Um, yeah. It gave, you know, the Republicans enough time to, and they held the right seats, where whether it was governorships or whatever, to go through and, and swoop in and change all these things for voter suppression and gerrymander their districts. And because they were in power, they could do that. And it's, it, it, I don't know, people don't understand that, I, I, I don't think people understand what's going on with that stuff. I don't think a, a, the main... I don't think a lot of white people even know that there are voters is voter suppression. They'd be like, what are you talking about? You can just go down and vote. Like, you know, you're you're absolutely nobody has to personally deal with it. And nobody's standing up for any of these minorities or or really bringing Uh, it to the forefront. And whenever it is, it just sounds like you're complaining or we're making excuses or whatever it is. You're absolutely right. I'm going to pull up Jason Kander's Jason Kander. Is he going to be truthful about it, though? He has a, uh, a website where he actually does exactly that, where he's... Um, I get it, Candor. He, talks about, he, fights, <laughs> he basically <laughs> fights voting suppression. I'll find it later. Whatever. Yeah, um, you're, you're driving. I'll look it up for you. I appreciate your candor. Um, well, what? The, the hold, pro- hold. No, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> As you say, the, the problem is essentially just gerrymandering in the way that the system is structured. And the problem is that the Republicans have been uh, very intent on their strategy. They're the, pretty shameless about it. And they know how to work to get that shit done. Totally. And I think that, you know... The question is, should the Democrats do the same thing? Well, that's the thing. I don't think it's... It's not in a Democrat's nature to take the reins like that. They're like, we want to just make it so that everybody can do blah, blah, blah. Well, that's not what pushes people forward, though. Yeah, the high road isn't what's, you know, getting 
everybody out to vote. So would you I, be I really feel like that's a false equivalency, though. I mean, it, whoever is in power is changing these things to their advantage. And that has been the nature of okay. the game, and that is how the game is actually designed. That's why we do a census every 10 years, and that's why we redesign the 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 uh, uh, the voting box every 10 years. You guys well, saw the, the Supreme Court is hearing this. Yeah, there, there's, there's a much better way of For going sure. about doing these things, and I don't think it should be in their control. I'm just saying this is nothing new again. This is just something that has been escalating back and forth. Every party is guilty of this. It is just that it has vastly favored the Republicans in this last Democrats couple of years. I don't think Democrats are known oh, for the yes, gerrymandering. Yes, they, they might not so. be known for it, but it's happened a lot yeah. from the Democrats. I don't know, totally, Yes, definitely. Okay, th this is again a false equivalency. She's correct. It has happened. You're both correct, but it hasn't happened as nearly as much as what happened. Republicans Well, right, do. because in the past like X amount of years, the Republicans have been the yeah, ones I in understand. power this and is, like, are right. utilizing this that is, more intensely. This is the same old argument that voter suppression is the same thing as voter fraud. Oh, I'm not, I'm not conflating those that's two. I'm talking that's, specifically about that's gerrymandering. That's what he's kind of saying is that when Democrats... <laughs> no, I don't think he is. Not at all. He's just so talking saying when Democrats are in power, they do the same kind of thing. That has nothing to do with... Well, gerrymandering voters, whatever you want to do. I, I haven't heard any voter suppression happening on the I didn't know we were left. talking that's about No, point. not at all. That's my point. I'm saying it's, it's right. a false equivalence. Well, that's why I'm not equating those two. I don't think he has either. Well, I, we're I thought talking he was about saying, gerrymandering. He, yes, he was. He was saying both. He was doing saying when one person is in power, they do that. They when gerrymander. Person, yeah. Okay, I know. It's a symptom of a Those one, are two different things. They, they don't both gerrymander at the same rate, first of all. That's what I was saying. Okay. It is a false equivalence. What I'm saying is it has escalated since the inception of our country. And it every time it goes back and forth, it does escalate. I understand. Now, I'm, it, it I'm has trying just to pin this utilized. on one side here. And, and I know you are. And that's what I'm saying is, is, and it is the problem. No, it's they, not the it's problem. This, this, it's calling out what it is. It's sports teamification of no, politics. Disagree. It is this, this divide that says that we are the good guys and you are the bad guys. I didn't say No, that. there are good ideas in every no, camp. I didn't and say And there that. are douchebags in every fucking camp wrong i think i'm you're not understanding what i'm saying you're just never saying, am yeah i'm just saying a false equivalency i'm not saying one side is is always right or always wrong but on this side one side is clearly doing one thing more wrong than the other one i i've said over the last 10 to 20 years the republicans have gotten their shit together and really put this into play yes it has benefited them greatly over the last you know 20 years and or yes so. it is wrong yeah it's I, okay. I'm saying it is a system that needs to be changed. I'm just saying it is not I'm purely not, a I'm Republican problem. I'm not doing this because I'm, I'm getting tired of the same argument, but it's because it is the same false equivalency argument we always have. So I'm going to move on. <laughs> no, seriously, it is. Um, and I, I want to talk about Ossoff in particular because I think it's interesting as a candidate. I think a lot of the things is I, I want to talk about what the Democrats do, and I don't think they run the right candidates. This is the Atlanta suburbs. This is Georgia. And they're running this nerdy-looking, clean-shaven Jewish kid with perfect hair who looks... You know, and uh, what are they thinking? Yeah, and he, uh, yeah, he's going to have some centrist values that they're going to win him over. He's a CIA I don't agree plant. with this with this choice of candidate. It's, it's one thing that you want to. I understand you want to get a young person, and I love that. I love. He's just natural, though. He's well, just a guy. My sister just moved to Atlanta, and she was talking to me about this yesterday. Um, she didn't get to vote in this election because uh, she had just moved there recently. But apparently, this district includes midtown atlanta where she moved which is basically like west hollywood it's like really progressive you know they paint the sidewalks with rainbows I it's like this is the city though i think it's a it, suburb it's it's included though it's okay. like a weird thing and so that her her area because what was it counties right there were like three. three three counties so the only one of those counties yeah is blue the right, other one's two blue, are, one's red and one's yeah, split the, the other, well According to her, she's like 
anything out aside of this tiny little part of the city is going to definitely go red. Like there was not even a question. And so I think it was the biggest question was, is he going to get over 50 on that first election? Because there were so many Republicans splitting votes Mm -hmm. that that's when he had a major chance. And I, I don't even think he, I mean, it really wasn't like a, I think they chose to run this guy because he was, I think it just kind of worked out to where, oh, there's so many Republicans splitting this ticket. This guy could actually do it. So let's let's put our shit behind this guy. And then the runoff, I think it was just it was just a pipe dream. Like, I really think that it was it's very he Donald Trump chose specific people for these cabinet positions in districts that he knew would go red no matter what. Mm-hmm. Like they are very, very Republican districts. Well, they've been he didn't closer even want it than... to be a chance. It's well, yeah. that's the thing. It's like super close. And Democrats are pissed because they're like, we can't even win these, blah, blah, blah. But I think they didn't have a chance to begin they, with. They didn't have a chance because he was very, very specific about where and he didn't even want there to be a question of its flipping. Yeah, I agree to an extent. Well, I think he lost like, I think it was like forty seven, fifty three, something. Yeah. Or something. The South Carolina was closer and nobody yeah, even, like they that. didn't give him any money. Right. I, I think that's interesting too. And maybe we were overloading these citizens with so much uh, advertisement that they're getting turned off. Because there was a by, tiny metropolitan city maybe. where, yeah, there was lots of. I can buy that. I, I think the interesting thing to me, and I wanted to, I know this sounds very shallow and superficial, is, is I want to talk about the candidate's look. I know that sounds really, again. But it is important to me in some ways because I mean, come on! If it was on. a woman candidate, you would not be talking about the way she. Well, she was. <laughs> he, I, he ran against Karen a woman. Handel. He ran against a woman. This is a part. I'm going to say something very sexist. I do prefer what female candidates, by the way. I think in many ways they're better politicians. You also prefer f- prefer female well, doctors. doctors. I know so we are no doctors. I prefer female doctors too. Well, I know. that's I'm, reasonable. Deep <laughs> stay. <laughs> 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 My point is, I wanted to talk about facial features a little bit. I know this Sean is random, just needs but I was, t- I was, th- I was watching a lot of. What's going on over there? Shut up, talk. She <laughs> was like that. That was good, wasn't it? That was funny. Yeah, it was very funny. Thank you. Good job. Let's see how the audience thought. Yeah, my man. You're not gonna like this. Just keep talking for fuck's sake. Um, Shut up, Abraham Lincoln. Okay. What do you think about Abraham Lincoln's face? He's what do you think about it? He's Kelly, a, actually, let me get your impression first. He's a very unique looking dude. I think he's <laughs> he's such a caricature at this point. Like, I don't think of him as, as a real man. Mm-hmm. Is that weird? No, like, if I look at, at pictures of Abraham Lincoln, I'm like, oh, that's not like a real guy. Like, I could not imagine somebody in this day and age looking like that with the beard and mm-hmm. like, you know. Yeah. How many politicians have beards? I actually wanted to talk about this. Really? Not many. How many can you name in America that have beards? Three. Uh, oh. Orrin Hatch. Wait, no, he doesn't. What? Okay, he doesn't have a beard. No, Donald Trump. Wrong, wrong. Okay, wrong. I don't think I can name one. Any, interestingly enough, Jerry- oh, Paul Ryan that one time. Uh, no, that was scruff. <laughs> it was like a week ago. It was scruff. It was like a week ago. Five o'clock shadow. Everybody in Movember. Bullshit. Anyway, that's just a mustache. Hold okay. on, hold on. It's okay. it's more a time thing, though. I mean, it's, it's just that part. no one has hold- beards no, now. No, this is interesting, but, though. Okay, so in England. And who just guy didn't really win? But the, la- still. the Labor when Party. Is it, when is it fashionable? The Labor Party <laughs> just had a. <laughs> what? Is in Canada too? Totally. because <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to talk. The right honorable douchebag has the floor. <laughs> oh yeah, Wigs. But the whole point is, uh, Jeremy Corbyn of the Labor Party in England, who just had a pretty decent showing in their election, has a full beard. I thought this was so interesting that he 
is Blimey. this big win, and he's got a beard, and they're totally cool with beards there. Anyways, my point <laughs> is that I think we should have more bearded candidates. I think we need more young candidates, and I don't think we need nerdy candidates. I think we need strong, convicted candidates in swing regions. Like, like that like guy Georgia. in Ohio, Tim Ryan, who's like, I like football player. Oh my God, he's I like, can't believe you're mentioning Tim Ryan. Yeah. I'm so excited because I wanted to talk about him. I okay. think he is my ideal candidate, and he was running against Pelosi for uh, majority leader, or at least, sorry, mm-hmm. the minority yeah, leader. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Thinking about 2018. From my Sean understanding, and I are talk so much philosophy. Indeed. So. Too bad. <laughs> From my understanding, the, the reason that most politicians don't have facial hair is because it is perceived as a deception or perceived as a mask. It's perceived as a way I to do. lie. You know, that's where the idea of a bald-faced lie comes from. If you mm. are, you know, if you are clean-shaven, it is much harder to convince someone of something that is untrue. Doesn't it it's also just like a cleanliness thing? I, I think you're right. I think <laughs> Godly. That's well, that, yeah, that's but, the 50s and the cleanliness and every you know, Gillette company and the shaving and the whatnot. But yeah. But the look of these public figures is it plays a huge role. Since Kennedy, it, yeah. Yes, since Kennedy, that's what got Kennedy elected. Mm-hmm. And um, I think, and it's tough with the younger candidates. This guy was 31, right? Jesus Christ, 32, really? yeah. 30, yeah. And, um, you know, not married, doesn't have kids. He's just like our peer, basically. And so I was thinking about this earlier today, that how is this transition going to happen with everyone in government being, like, staying in government for so long, now into their, like, 70s and 80s, these people who've been there forever. And I don't know if it's really, it seems to be really hard running these younger candidates that have that we grew up in basically online and everything is out there for everyone like with john ossoff they had videos of him in college at parties drinking and i mean we all have those videos there's shit of all of us we have facebook in college we had ways to put pictures up online and they don't go away Mm -hmm. and it's going to be interesting to see what happens with these younger candidates that are now sort of our peers because as we grow into these roles what's going to happen because people are exploiting that is it like these older people are like i'm not going to vote for someone my son's age who's you know at frat parties and whatever it's it's kind of a and this is the, it's hard to differentiate I your th- private life now. I think it's so interesting because you're talking about Tim Ryan and he's this cool jock figure versus John Ossoff, right? This nerdy guy. And it's almost like you have to be so squeaky clean because of and Facebook and social media. And it's impossible. You're right. Mm-hmm. And, and then the only, <laughs> the only other people we have are these jocks that, you know, the, I'm imagining a frat party keg stuff, you know, where you'll find. Yeah. And those are the kind of people I think that actually need to run. And honestly, I would say also vets. V- Dems need to get more vets. Jason Kander, Seth Moulton. These guys are really young and they're vets. And these are the guys that we need to start running. That's who's going to win in these swing states. And I think there's a lot of vets coming back from Afghanistan and Iraq that are democratic because they're feeling anti, you know, well, they're feeling criti- criticizing the way that the Republicans dealt with those wars, or George Bush specifically. And if they're coming care- back now, though, they're criticizing the way that Obama dealt with those Possibly, wars. But I'm not saying every vet is Democrat. I'm not saying that. Uh, well, I mean, my point was just going to be that the, that is a vast minority. I mean, the the I, I, the larger portion of the people that just enter the military in general are uh, the, uh, you know, the, the under-educated, lower income, the lower income. Yeah, the, the traditional Republican voters. More conservative. I but exactly. also, how Trump has been handling things, he's pumping money into defense but he's also changing he's deregulating everything Mm -hmm. so he 
Um, I was talking to somebody who has uh, either like a boyfriend or a close friend in the Air Force or something. And he's already changed a regulation for them for turnaround time with sleep. So usually you're, you're required to get an eight-hour break in between to sleep mm-hmm. and then go back out. He changed that to like five hours or six hours that mm-hmm. they can get to sleep before they go out and get back in a, in a jet, like a fire jet. That's I absolutely mean, it's interesting. And, um, it's I, crazy. People are like, uh, this is not good. It's, it's dangerous. What happens when, it's what happens when you bring the fucking like, business mindset into mm-hmm. government and war. Corners, because you're like, you exactly. Yeah. Exactly, well, man. That's think, what is, uh, why, do you have to work, why do you have to wait eight hours before you drive your next Uber shift? We can make more money the longer you're on the road. It's, can, a, it's the same kind of bullshit. You can point to So one, they might be disappointed in how he's handling them. If, sorry, go no, on. Oh, it's fine. The uh, military, you mean? Yeah. Yeah. People uh, coming home. What I point to is his uh, standoffish, businessy, like you said, uh, form of operation management, which is let's let Mattis do everything. Let's lead, let the, the defense run itself, yeah. which is the whole problem with rent, letting defense run itself and not having civilian control is they will do things like this. They will make sure that the, they'll do everything they can to get better readiness at the expense of maybe some of the more humane things. Well, I mean, the, the big problem is right now that our military is still fighting three wars. We are mm-hmm. stretched very thin sure. and we need to actually prepare for possibly three more wars that we might be getting into. It's so insane. yeah, I mean, you know, the, if we are, everyone bitches about spending on military, but like we're at a point where we either have to stop fighting some wars or we have to figure out other ways to stretch the budget. And yeah, having a, a business person running a war is probably not the best way to go about things, but uh, something does have to be done. Well, that's my thing is he's not even running it. He's just kind of saying, right, Hey, right. Mattis, you do it. That's yeah. The delegating. Problem, yeah. Delegating. But the, and that led to, you know, the Syrian missiles that's led to Moab. And that's also led to a lot of other things. Uh, which with the fact, you know, that he didn't know where a carrier was, that was another whole thing. But <laughs> but another thing recently is obviously this Syrian plane that was shot down. And I want to talk about that for a second because that's a big deal. It's the first time one of mm-hmm. our planes has shot down another plane in 18 years. And today there was a what? whole thing, by the way, with uh, a Russian plane coming within five feet of an American plane. Like the two were flying they're, side by side. So there's this crazy photograph. It's like a Top Gun moment. No, it's literally a Top Gun moment. It's literally a Top Gun moment. Was there a Polaroid? Was he inverted? There, there is an actual picture. It is not inverted. There is not a Polaroid, but there is a photograph was from our jet showing him yeah. like the fucking the dude right there basically giving, giving us the finger. Oh my God. <laughs> Wait, so they were against, crazy. they were, were, okay, they sorry, were what's fi- going on? Fi- there was five feet between the wings. Yeah, but we weren't, we're not oh, on the, the same Syrian side. Plane? We're not on the same side. No, 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 Syria so is those, becoming a new uh, proxy war for us. So those Russian plane and our plane, we were like, Oh shit! We can just like knock you out of the sky. We yeah. weren't like fighting the same team. It's just no, kinda... we are on different teams as far as Syria is concerned. Yeah, we yeah. we we've traditionally been more neutral in the Syrian war in well, a weird way. Weird like we because... supply, but we don't actually step our foot in. But then with Moab, and then but Russia's you. backing well, Assad. But... Yeah, Russia's backing Assad. Oh yeah, what am I saying? Sorry. Who is fighting ISIS, and we are backing Syrians fighting ISIS. Mm-hmm. So it's like weird. oh no, we're not. So that's. That's exactly. We're also arming the rebels. Right. It's really weird. That's how yeah. war works. Yeah. You <laughs> just sell everything strange. to everyone, and eventually we win. Joey can probably distill this better as far <laughs> well, as the Well, we're story, also but... forgetting about Turkey and the yep. PKK and the Kurds, which, again, complicates these things on two whole other levels, mm-hmm. so I don't even want to get it. It's like really it's five-dimensional chess. It really is. Almost, and the fact and that North anyone... Korea, and then, I mean, you know, we've, right. we've got a lot of shit on our plate right now. And Iran recently, too, yeah. because ISIS just bombed Iran But there's so much winning, though, Sean. There's so much winning, though. Yeah. 
Yeah. Well, I'm tired of it. I'm, I don't know about you guys, but I'm tired well, of it. Well, you don't have to worry, guys, because <laughs> Jared Kushner's in Israel, and he's going to solve it. Did you, see, did you hear his voice? I did. That was so fucking North Jersey fucking <laughs> god damn it. I was embarrassed. He's got a bitchy voice. I'm sorry. It's, it's, it's really- so fucking North Jersey. I hated it so much. It's not even North Jersey. It's the worst. I hate him. I don't like him either. So I haven't done any, exactly a deep dive here, but I do want to- I don't hate uh, people. I'm really mad that like this whole moment has made me hate people. Oh, welcome to my world, sir. I think it's nice. I don't like mm-hmm. it. <laughs> Reject me, sir. So yeah, in my, no, no. In my uh, brief uh, gerrymandering Democrat versus Republican research, oh, no. uh, most of them say that there are, uh, it is definitely favored or definitely uh, slanted towards the Republicans, mm-hmm. but there are a few states that are very much slanted towards the Democrats. Like, like yeah. and, two states? Well, California. the states that I've lived in. So <laughs> they, my, my view so, yes, is- two states. My, well, no, my view is more tainted. So, no, it's, I mean, it's it's the Democrat states. It's uh, uh, California, uh, Oregon, uh, Illinois, uh, New York, New Jersey, all that. There's a crazy story about a moment of Illinois gerrymandering from, I I don't remember the year. I want to say it was like 2007. It was a whole thing. I I feel like like it was on John The fairy tales I was raised on. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. There was a whole thing as far as like an Illinois governor they were talking to him and he laughed so hard. We had like like four governors in a row go to jail. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's the thing. Um, anyway, uh, yeah. th- but the Supreme Court is hearing a gerrymandering yeah. case as mm-hmm. we speak, so Hopefully. we'll hear some yep. some good news from that soon. Uh, Joey, you were talking about the Syrian war. Yeah, I mean, I didn't want really to say too much more. I just wanted to, I, uh, the idea that Why we're just so Syria. <laughs> to clarify, did you did you write that down? Uh, and you like no, it? no, I just happened to be checking the time. <laughs> sure, sure. He wasn't checking his notes. You couldn't have waited till a better moment to nope. say that. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> It was the best moment to throw you off. Yeah, no, you did. You did. Congratulations. Yeah, you, have, yeah, you have to edit it too and listen to yourself. I don't but now, he hands you, now he hands you the curds and whey. It's an okay one, right? Okay. A little Mr. Moffat. I was just drinking the whey Russian, so I was like, oh, curds. Curds and then the whey, and I don't know. Okay. I'll give you the whey, granted. That's good. That's all good stuff. I, um, all I, I want some turkey. <laughs> I want to. I want to talk back to or at least segue towards Russia because it is an interesting, you know, confl- conflict. Um, mostly because it is interesting, yeah, and it is entertaining, um, and it is also is something we should be keeping up with. I'm not saying that we should go go crazy with it. And like the Kardashians. Yeah, we should be keeping up with the Joneses, the Kardashians, <laughs> and the Russians, and the and that's and and the Putins. Mm-hmm. It's it's the truth. Vladdy Putins. Because yes, I know that this Robert Mueller investigation is going to take. Six months to a year at least. I understand that's that. That's nothing for an investigative It's actually pretty fast. Like. I've heard a lot of things that supposedly only 20% of the I investigation is over. Uh, and, we, and the FBI only really knows 50% of what they're going to know. That kind of thing. That's like that. So we do have a ways to go. Um, but I do want to start talking about specific things that, that I've seen recently. Uh, I've been disturbed by the Oliver Stone interview with Stephen Colbert. I think you guys have all seen that. Yeah. I, I Did you watch the, um, the documentary? No, I need to. Although I, I really haven't don't want either. To. I don't think it's out yet. I think one part yeah. or two of it. I think uh, I think it's on um Showtime. Showtime. Oh, okay. Stone made a Russia documentary. It's like yeah. a four-part, six-part. No, no, you know, it's a Putin Putin long interview. Yeah, uh, it's just like a four-part interview. interview. It's he like spent, three like, or four hours. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, Putin like drives and tries to show off. It's really Wait, there, so that's just one thing. There's not a also a documentary. That is the documentary. Yeah. So, okay. it's a, it's a four part documentary on Showtime. Oh. It's well, yeah, but it's okay. like basically just an interview. So like but. the Snowden documentary that was just fucking raw footage. Yeah. Yes. 
Yeah, but like, that, just the facts, man. Megan oh. Kelly. Yeah, I once mentioned Megan Kelly interviewed him totally. Yeah. Um, and we, we can save the Alex Jones stuff for later. <laughs> I know you want to talk about it later. Yeah. But um, I think that I just read another interesting stat about Putin. 32% was his approval rating among the Republicans up until like last week. And now it's 21, which is interesting to me. Okay. Which is, you know, at least now the Republicans are starting to see that Russia really did attack us on our election 2016 and even before. And I want to specifically talk about that because I haven't laid it out enough. I think I haven't done my job. And Sean's laughing at me because I said I was going to do this. But I think that I really need to explain the actual collusion stuff. And I'm going to refer to a few different tweets. Uh, one is specifically Seth Abramson. I think he is explains this very, very well. Who's that? He's, um, he's, a, he's a journalist. He's an attorney. He's also a professor, I think, at the University of New Hampshire. Or some of the New Hampshire University. Uh, but he's very, uh, he's very dry. Like you see him on TV and he's very dry. He doesn't really have a sense of humor. It's very weird. People make jokes and he doesn't laugh, but he's all business. And I really like the way he talks about the Russia investigation. He doesn't exaggerate. He's specific. Uh, he, he understands law. He's a, he's an attorney. Like I said, the so fact I, that he doesn't laugh discredits him so immediately from Sean Fah. Oh, without a doubt. Well, he doesn't laugh on TV. He's a humorless dick. <laughs> I, I like that about people. I mean, yeah. obviously, I can never be like that, but I, I admire that aspect that you can be such a serious man. That just screams douchebag to me. I didn't say he's not a douchebag. He might be. Hmm. Would you rather have a douchebag cop or a cop who can laugh? A cop who can laugh, certainly. Then I got a chance. Yeah. Oh, that's that's. Sure. <laughs> just don't do anything wrong. That's not going to happen. <laughs> what country do you live in? We have all of these laws. They are there to exist to find you. They are not. Oh, God. Okay. So speaking of. Bring me the man and I will find the crime. Speaking of, uh, let's see, <laughs> dictators who refuse to follow any sort of law. Let's talk about the four prong attack on our election. And then we're going to talk about mm. possibly how Trump even might have colluded. I'm going to give you some possible proof and you can tell me if it is or not. Not. It's fair. <laughs> but maybe you should hear it first. Uh, there's a. La, four la, la. There's a four-prong attack on the election. One, GRU, the military intelligence of Russia, attacked the Democratic servers and released the weaponized emails through WikiLeaks. You said GRU? GRU. Yeah. Okay. They call them the Sure. Or the GRU. Number yeah, two. I, I, I knew. I don't know what that means, though. I don't know what that it's means. A, it's a Russian abbreviation, like FSB, mm -hmm. like Federal Security Bureau. Or oh, something. got it. Okay. It's their military intelligence. So it's their okay. NSA? Sure. Yeah, I don't know if it's their NSA. We have our own... Whatever. CIA. I know we have a CIA. I think a CIA is the <laughs> FSB for them. Either Got way. it. Okay. Uh, number two, the botnets, the thousands of people, hundreds of people working for them and their, and their trolls and all the misinformation left on social media. Three, the contacts with Flynn and Manafort and other Trump persons that we don't know about, but possibly <laughs> have said, uh, there's, they've lied about it and tried to cover it up. So whatever they've said, it seems very suspicious. Four, the specific stuff that we've come out recently with Bloomberg and obviously the reality winner targeting U.S. election systems, okay? A four-prong attack of their active measures, which can constitutes a very, very large-scale attack. But your third, your third part, what's your third part again? Manafort. Manafort, Flynn, and other contacts with Trump's collusion. So I'm going to have Trump's so, <clears throat> uh, I, campaign. Just <laughs> from, a, from a philosophical standpoint, I hate to jump in and, like, like douse this so quickly. Um, the... the the establishment that the Russians, quote, hacked our election, right, is vaguely indisputable. They, like, all fucking, what, 17 intelligence agencies sure. all say I, that I, they, I quote, will, hacked. Yeah, the, the okay, hacked quote, word the is word a weird hacked. thing, but yes. I know, sure. No, <laughs> it, by no means the first, as Mr. Sean Fall likes to say. 
Absolutely, right? Yeah, and, but, even but, hacked is weird, but yeah, yeah. Hacked no, is fine, you, you by the way. You hacked is fine. No, 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 you know, metal in our election for the point of this, a particular thing, you, right? Hey, come on. Yeah, this is for me sure. nitpicking so, hysterical. So that whole element of it, I don't think most people would would have would dispute that. I, I don't so think anyone would dis- no, 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 dispute no, 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 that. No, they would not. Because, because the, here's the thing is everyone knows about Flynn's contact. No, no, not the Flynn part. That's what I said. I know you did. I know you did. But that's I, what your argument was, was? No, not at all. I, I, I asked you to clarify what your third point was because what you did was you wedged the collusion within the argument of the Russian hacking. No, I think you – okay, maybe you just got to use the word collusion. Don't get distracted by that. I'm then. not. I'm just you, – you, Hold on. Hold on. Let me explain that because I, I don't want you to, to douse this yet. I'm not trying to. I'm trying to restructure it so it makes more sense. Right now – so, okay. What is the ultimate argument you're trying to make right now? I'm to- trying total. to explain why I think there is proof – of cooperation slash collusion between Trump's campaign okay. and Russia's active measures. That's fine. So, so I think points one and is two and Trump's four. campaign or Trump? I campaign. I would say his campaign, but yeah. I don't think he is that much of a stooge that he didn't know about it. I think ultimately it is his responsibility. I think there is a huge difference, but okay. Well, it's also not just his campaign. It's also during after he was elected in the transition period. So you can make an argument that he probably knew about it during that period. I don't know whether he knew about it specifically. But you know, if that stuff is true during the transition period, then yes, that is his responsibility. But there. You but know, if his surrogates make contact, I will still hold him somewhat responsible. Um, certainly, but uh, I mean that's that's a I wouldn't, weird. I wouldn't yeah. hold him. Respons- you don't hold him responsible for his I mean, campaign surrogates. No, you can't at all. No. Can you be held responsible for anything your employees do? Not I'll, at all. I mean, that's, what happens if he was aware of it? Well, I mean, no, that's, that's different. Then he would be held responsible. But that's the whole problem. Totally this is how they've talked about the people that work for Trump. Trump doesn't necessarily give orders. The people under him do things that they think are in his best interest. And then it is basically looked at after the fact. And he says, you know, stop doing that or something. But everything, everyone okay. is just kind of working at their own discretion. I there. understand that concept. That's not what I'm talking about here, though. I'm talking about specifically Flynn stuff and Manafort stuff, where he probably did know about it, whatever. That's, this, this is kind of getting... But I, I, hold I, on. Right, I'll, I'll get you back on track. Really I will get you I, back on track. I promise you. I'm trying to talk. Good for you, man. Like, get back on track. What's good is Because, you, because you, it wasn't mm-hmm. structured in such a way that was easy to follow. Okay. So I'm trying to help you restructure it so it's, it's very easier easy to follow. to follow. If you just let me continue, go in ahead. your head it's easy to follow. I'm the one listening Stop to you. Stop fighting, girls. <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. I can't beat that. Go ahead. Keep going. All right. Over it. The idea here is very simple. Okay, Trump and his surrogates made contact about dropping sanctions. Okay, this is only half of the collusion argument I'm going to make. The other half I don't know about yet is the entire money laundering part. Whether he received money or gave money, whatever, to Russia during the campaign while knowing, and this is obvious, everyone knows Trump's campaign knew about Russia's active measures back in July or, sorry, August. If they continue to take money from Russia, that is considered cooperation and theoretically impeachable offense. I'm not saying treason yet because that's a different legal argument, but that's half of it. I'm not even saying that. My, my point is this, sanctions. If they discussed dropping sanctions without any preconditions while knowing that Russia was attacking this country, that is a high crime and an impeachable offense much higher than any obstruction of justice or any perjury. In my mind, that is immediate. I think it's so bad. But you're saying they, as far as impeachable, like and they, if, they aren't and I'm not sure if that's— I disagree. I think the Republicans would impeach him no, no, if I, they could find out about him. it. Him. You're saying they— you have to tie it to Trump. What do you mean? I am. 
No, you're not. You're no, just saying there's a campaign. If it's not, if it's not him, then it's He's, not impeachable. He is responsible for his campaign legally. No, he. No, no I've read not. this from many lawyers that say he would absolutely be culpable. I've and not read only many that, lawyers on the other, or heard many and lawyers only on the that, other side. And not only that, hold on. Like, the, wait, really? You've heard that? For, I, for I, who? Uh, Garagos mainly, but I mean, you're not necessarily responsible for... I think he's wrong, but okay. I mean, Legally. Okay, let, let me just let, also, let me, let me postulate a hypothetical for you. Or go ahead. The hypothetical is this, is that Trump obviously knew about it. and, and that, No, that's not... How is that hypothetical that he obviously knew about that? You're saying all these contacts with Russia, and he makes a speech at the Mayflower, and he changes the campaign platform, and he had no Aren't idea. Aren't you the same guy who's saying he's fucking demented, and he has no idea what's going on, and he's like just an idiot? Like, I you didn't the exact mean, same argument. I don't mean he's I know that can demented. Be, I, well, then where does the fucking line go? That's the problem with kind of like, like structuring it that way. If Jared Kushner had conversations with Russia that all of a sudden his business and his fucking Park Avenue 666, whatever the fuck, is going to get paid off, no problem, and he never told his father-in-law about it. And all his father-in-law wants to win anyway. He doesn't give a shit. And every time you do bring up Russia, all he wants you to do is shut up about it because he doesn't care. And he never makes a fucking – never even like – it doesn't cross his mind to question how he's winning because he's a narcissistic fucking uncurious boob. And he just knows he's winning. And he had nothing to do with Russia because he can't spell it in the first place. How is that impeachable? It's impeachable because his surrogates are under his direction. Jeff Sessions was his foreign policy head. If Jeff Sessions discussed with Kislyak dropping sanctions while knowing that Russia was attacking our country, it is a treasonous high crime and misdemeanor. What if he never said it to Trump, though? What if they never had that conversation? I think Trump's just a figurehead yeah. in this. Yeah, I this... honestly don't. I well, think then what he... might... Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Sorry. No, no. I feel like he just hired these people. I mean, he went through how many um, campaign managers? Three. Like, he just hires these people to kind of take care of it. And he's just the showman. Like, I don't think that he... And because he's gone bankrupt so much, and he doesn't really know how to run his businesses either, obviously, because they Listen, I th fail. Like, I think he's an idiot. I'm not saying... He, I, I know, I'm, yeah. the, I'm the one who claims he's dumb. Well, I understand yeah, that. But, but I, I don't think he was, like, hatching this plan and then the mastermind sending I, all these people out I to do it. I don't think he's the mastermind either. I think he's an unwitting agent. I think he's an, a useful idiot for Russian active measures. I that bet you that they, though. That's the I bet you they kept well, him out of it specifically because yeah. then he could be Plausible like, I don't know anything about this. Yep. Yeah, exactly. And maybe he found out about it because of the Sally Yates testimony and stuff where she was like, hey, this is happening with your... With my, with Michael Flynn and he kept him on because he's like, well, I don't know, man. Um, like, yeah, the, hold, the, on, hold on, hold on, one second. That's second. why I Give me a second. Give me a second, guys. I, I forgot a big, big, big part here, and that's okay. my fault. My fault. I forgot one huge part, and that is Trump specifically tried to drop sanctions in January as soon as he went under office. So what? Yeah. So what? Well, if we find out that he was discussing this and doing it at no preconditions as a quid pro quo. For As a, attacking, yeah, that's a lot of ifs. Attacking. I agree with you. If that's proven, sure. I'll be right. I'll be all over that. No yeah. problem. Corruption well, should be treated as treason. I've said it many times. We know. We're just not there. So you're Was it Flynn doing that or was it him saying proposing that? Him. Or Sessions. How do you mean it was him? And yeah. The first thing he did when he came to the White House was he tried to drop sanctions. Because it was on a fucking it was it was a it written in crayon, the things that he should be doing when yeah. he fucking gets an office. Kill Obamacare, drop sanctions from Russia. No, 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 no. Was it Steve Bannon's board? No, his whiteboard. Yeah. <laughs> sanctions were put in place on December 29th by right. as, as a consequence of Russian hacking. Mm -hmm. Also right. sent 35 of the spies back to Russia and closed down two compounds. Right. He once 
to reopen them, the two compounds, and also tried to drop them when You're the right. Senate said he couldn't. He did this say is, he wanted to do yeah, that. Of course this he did. is evidence that he's trying to use or use dropping sanctions as a payment. No, because no. why shouldn't we get along with <laughs> He's Russia? He's trying not or to why? piss off the only fucking nuclear com- country that can take us out. Or like, more importantly, he was nice to him no, in the com- that's campaign. Not, that's not true. Yes, it is totally that's true. Just I'm not talking plausible. to him. It's just to him. as plausible. Oh, sorry, you're right. It's it, just it is, as plausible. I'm sorry, I wasn't listening. It to is that. totally oh, just as plausible to to um, kind of embed within Trump the same motivation. And I, I mean, I look. I understand. I'm not giving him specific motivation. I think you guys don't understand this. I think this is the problem here. Sure, go ahead. I'm saying he's an unwitting agent. Okay. And the people involved simply were just going to do what they thought was possible to win the election at the time. Sure. Because they didn't think they were going to win. That's the deal. But that's not impeachable. And it's still not him. It is impeachable. Yes, it is. Well, anything is impeachable. You can bring anyone up on charges if you want. Also correct. And that's what what I'm trying to say. It's not going to be convictable. Certainly not with our Congress. Well, okay, that you might think that uh, every other expert I've read has disagreed and said Republicans, if they did find out that this was the case, that they yeah, actually if we found out that that was the case, yeah, totally, certainly. What totally. about the obstruction charges, though? That's, that's, that's the real question. No, 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 it's not yeah. the real question. That's this. Okay, this is what I don't like. Stop okay. saying the cover-up is the crime. The crime is the crime. If it, there's a crime, if there's no fucking crime, then we're stuck with this fucking idiot. I mean, <laughs> there's both. I, no, I understand. If there was like, no exactly, crime, because it's just nothing true. Go ahead, sorry. Well, if he was, <laughs> if he was trying to <laughs> like, cover up a crime that didn't exist, like is basically what happened that's with his Clinton. tweets, then. That's like, yeah, it's like, I don't understand what you're upset about. Here's the thing. Is, I'm not upset at all. <laughs> I, the, the, the reality, again, oh here's the thing. Winner? Please, no, honestly, because he, he obstructed justice I know you're without point, so even please, being like I, convicted of anything. I'm not talking about the obstruction and the perjury that might happen even if sure. he gets under oath. So go ahead. No, that but is, that is something. That is absolutely something. And we can also talk about this. I have it on my list about the witness tampering with his tape stuff, which happened recently with the oh, Fox yeah. News interview. But that's even beside the point. That's the all tapes. the cover up. That, in my mind, is also impeachable, obviously. I wish there were uh, obstruction of everything. <laughs> I want to see those tapes. Lordy, I hope they're yeah, tapes. Lordy. And I mean, this is what I've been saying about that tapes comment the whole time. I never took that as Trump saying that he had a tape recorder set up in the Oval Office. He was talking so, about the NSA spying programs that yeah. are constantly recording we, everyone. If you have a cell phone on you in that room, there is probably a recording of it somewhere. So we should, well, I think we'll delve into that. A little bit more into. Well, I'm sure that's not, a whole other show. Uh, yeah, well, yeah. no, it, it was in a whole another <laughs> yeah, yeah. unaired show that we haven't done. No, I feel like the one thing though that they would not tape is the fucking White House. No, well, no, that's the whole thing. Is that yeah, everything is taped? Yeah. <laughs> we tape everything and then we can go and search it later. That's the whole thing that Snowden was exposing: the idea that everything is always under surveillance, and then they get warrants to go back and look at things that happened in the past. And so, if we are in that society, then yeah, it's. Pretty fair to say that everything is recorded somewhere. Not only that, but the point we made in that other episode is that Trump is a conspiracy theorist, so mm-hmm. he just believes that everything he's saying is being recorded no matter yeah. what anyway, because but, even he, as the head of the government, thinks that there's a deeper state that's like, you know, sort of colluding to get him out of office in this weird way. And he's a he's narcissist, a so he thinks that he thinks everything's about him anyway. About him, yeah. cares about him, listening to him anyway, so that's what he meant by tapes, right? There's, there's a new documentary on Netflix about... Uh, 
the Russian uh, Revolution. And I was just watching it last night, and there was uh, basically, you know, kind of reiterating what has always been instilled in me is that this is something that has always been in Russia before they had any of the technology that we have. They have always been, you know, monitoring and recording everyone. And that is uh, something that we very, very easily believe when it comes to that country. But then when we start to think about applying it to our country, America is free. Exactly. There's a lot of people (laughs) that have (laughs) trouble believing that America would use any of those tactics on their own citizens, which again is what Snowden is about. But then they get pissed off too when there's like a terrorist attack and it's like, we should be in their phones. Exactly. We should know everything yep. that's happening. It's like, okay, so it's fine when it's a bad guy, but it's yeah. not fine when it's you. Like, that's America. It's, <laughs> it should just be fine for everybody. If you want well, it should ca- just be not fine for everyone, but or okay. That, we can- <laughs> but if you want to catch those guys and, you know, I, if you want to catch the bad guys, yeah, I guess. I would rather a hundred guilty men go free than one man be locked up. Russia. Bonham. Yep. What do you got, brother? Keep going, man. One innocent man. I have, so, so the the collusion itself that you're trying to sort of structure, even if Trump was an unwitting agent, right? What does that ultimately mean in the end? What does it mean? Yeah. It means he is impeachable and he shouldn't be our president because he committed a crime against our election. Okay. It was like the most Freudian thing I've ever seen in my life. That was Yuri Gagarin uh, triggering that sound effect. So the cat jumped up on the table and stepped on the conspiracy theory thing. That was the craziest coincidence. I agree, Yuri. Maybe all my. I'm willing to think that all my stuff is bullshit now because of that. I take back everything I said. It's a genius. Called you out, man. So true. Let me let me just read you one tweet that that, that Seth Abramson said that I keep talking about him and I, I want to give him maybe I'm not explaining it. I think he said it very succinctly and I want to give you one tweet and you guys can tell me whether you disagree or not. I do. This is how he said: negotiating dropping sanctions on Russia without preconditions when you know they're waging war on our election infrastructure is collusion. Huh. No, no, very close. I yeah. understand what he's saying. Um, and he, and here's what the is, if at also the, is problematic, but yeah. fuck all the fucking ifs. <laughs> here's what that, here is what is at the heart of this. Mm-hmm. If we agree in your first points, one and two and four, that's a that l- Russia, large jump already, but yes, no, no, no. He, his third but, part was you know, including, just go, right, so I, I, I was prepared to argue all of them. So if we, <laughs> if we conclude that Russia, Sean Fa, quote, hacked the yeah. election, right? If we, if that is the, if that is the estimation provable, of yeah. the. Uh, entire intelligence agency, okay. right? That's a big fucking problem. And also, like everybody's been saying, they're going to come back. They will be back, right? And so will Iran, and so will Syria, and no, everyone else that has a vested interest. I don't care. A couple computers, if, man. Shut up. I don't care <laughs> no, if the don't. only reason Trump is saying, what, what's wrong with Russia? We should be nice with Russia. Russia's fine, is because of the fact that highlighting the fact that they did collude means that his, his, uh, his, his win wasn't as great an achievement as in, in his fucking whacked out mind is. I don't give a fuck what his motivation is for not giving Russia its due diligence as far as, dude, fuck you. We need some sort of retaliation for this moment that Russia fucking attacked us. I mean, you know, it might not have been uh, war. It might, there, there, may have no, there may have been no bloodshed. And... It may have been as something as simple as 
as um, casting doubt on our democratic process, which is everything that we kind of so that you know, like I've said in so many episodes, that's the only thing that actually matters is that we believe our elections matter and that it does make a difference what we do because we've freely <laughs> governed ourselves. That's the whole point. That's what mm-hmm. our society is based on. So the second they cast doubt on it, it means we're fucked. And if Trump takes no steps to say, hey, this was wrong, that's the real problem. I, I couldn't agree. give a fuck whether he colluded with them or not or knew about well, it beforehand or not. It's not even on not. the docket either. Like, there's no, that's, like, in the testimony, they're not even talking about it at DOJ. Right. So, fuck collusion, fuck all that. And, and Jeff Sessions it, hasn't even been briefed on this. If we're able to impeach <laughs> Trump for whatever reason, for, like, some eventual perjury because somebody puts him on the stand and he literally just says, like, what do you mean? I totally ate, like, eggs for breakfast. And it turns out that he had, you know... I don't fucking know oatmeal or some bullshit. Yeah, (laughs) thank you. See, she's smarter than me. If if that's what ends up happening, tacos. Great, we're good to go. (laughs) Then we're fine. If that's if that's how he gets impeached, great. And if he never gets impeached, and suddenly for some reason like brings back all the jabs and everything works out great, also perfect. The the problem that we're facing as it currently fucking stands is that Russia fucked with us, and nobody seems to give enough of a shit. And like, and. I'm sorry, Boner, man, I, I, I love you, but taking the extra step to saying, oh, there is this collusion, or more importantly, if there is this collusion, then we should impeach him? That's fine. I agree with you. I totally fucking agree with you. If all the ifs, if every single time you said if, if the answer is yes, done. Problem solved. Fucking impeach him. Fucking hang him for treason. No problem solved. No problem there whatsoever. No refutation. But we have like kind of a bigger issue at hand, which is there's a divide in this country where people aren't understanding the the reality that our president is kind of brushing aside the fact that we were attacked in some semantic sense. That's a larger problem than whether or not he 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 helped it happen before. I agree 100 percent. I think this is a yes and for me. And I think the biggest thing for me is the way he treats Russian dictator's moves. I mean, Russian dictator, Putin's moves. I said this before, changing Ukrainian policy is the biggest issue for me. It's, it's appeasement of a dictator. And that's really the big issue here. And if it leads to him changing policy towards the world's biggest criminal, then that is a big problem for me. Totally. And that is, you're right, is worse than, you're right, Al Capone's thing, whatever. I, I always like this Al Capone thing because it's true, right? He, everyone knew he was an evil dude. They couldn't convict him, but they did get him on tax evasion. And you're right. That might be what we do with Trump. We might get him Such on obstruction or whatever. Like, oh, we, we got him on obstruction. Totally. He's done. He's done. And at some point, it's going to be, at some point, he's going to become more liable to the Republican base than he's worth as far as getting their tax cuts done. And they're going to impeach him. What, what is the odds you think? I'm just going to go around the room here. Give me a percentage that you think he'll be impeached before 2020 or removed from, he'll leave office before 2020. Kelly, what's, what's the percentage? Mm, I say 10%. 10%? Really? Wow. O'Brien, what is, what's your number? 75. Really? Yeah, I really do. <laughs> oh, come on. You have to give me a number. <laughs> Cop out. No, I, I really- Shafal just rolled a Dungeons and Dragons <laughs> dice. It's uh, pretty close to what answer. I was thinking. Um, That's how Dungeons and Dragons work, my friend. Exactly. Uh, no, I was I was literally putting it at about fifty percent, and my D and D die landed on a corner right between forty and sixty. So, oh. <laughs> so. To, to, to clarify, by the way, 
And and to put myself out there, I am as confident that he'll be impeached as I was that he was going to get elected. Yeah, but impeachment mm. is not conviction. It's not exactly. removal. Yep. Oh, I didn't he say that. Get, well, yeah, he said remove I said from remove. office before remove from 2020. Office. Oh, I, yeah, I was just thinking oh. impeachment. Well, then yeah. hang, hang, hang whether, whether he in, resigns in or... Ha, whether, you guys, no. Yeah. Whether he resigns or Senate convicts. I will drop it to 50%. <laughs> That's a 10. That's what I said. 10%. Uh, no, if it's uh, impeachment is probably at about 50%. I would say actual removal from office probably at about 25. Okay. So the guy we've been talking about for like this past 20 minutes, I'm sorry, I'm obsessed with Abrams. Seth Abramson. He says 50. He says 50, 50. Uh, I actually thought a little higher. I thought 60, 40, maybe, but I thought that was interesting that you all guys of you guys honestly think that something like that would actually get done in this yes, government today. I do. I, I don't. Yeah. No, I think there becomes a point like, like O'Brien <laughs> so said, that there's, well, yeah, there's a, there's a point and, and we're getting very close to it that Trump just becomes so toxic to his, his, or his fellow Republicans that, you know, most Republicans don't really even want to have their picture taken with him still. They don't really want to be associated with him still. And at this point, you know, once that gets to a point where it is completely toxic, if it's before the 2018 or before 2020, either way, that it is, it's, it's possible. And I, I don't put yeah. it as a, as a very high probability, but it I is. Don't. Yeah, I don't put it as a high probability at all. Not only that, but. Because but... he does all the winning. I think he can weasel <laughs> himself in oh, there. I, I don't, you know. Well, again, <laughs> the. we. Uh, just that the impeachment is different than the conviction. Yes. And I think, you know, if there is enough outcry and enough of this, um, you know, we never get that actual evidence, but we get enough of the smoking gun, gun evidence, it is still going to behoove everyone to go through the trial. Compa- it, it is it is beneficial to just get that done and over with rather than spend the next eight years arguing about this if Trump was to get reelected. So, you know, it's almost in the Republicans' best interest just to do the impeachment so that we can have the trial, get him acquitted or whatever it is of a conviction, and move on with our fucking lives. Yeah. I com- actually, I agree with you. I think that was a good Republican strategy. If they were smart, mm-hmm. they would do that. They would jump on the Pence train. and, and I just don't know how smart they are. That's what they're, they're not. Smart. It's, it's stupid. It's, they're very stupid. It's, it's a time, guys. Yeah. It's a time. We're 150 of the days yeah, into this exactly. thing. I know. But, uh, yeah. but not only that, don't forget, compound the fact that he made so many outlandish promises that yes. will not come true no. in the first 300 days of his, his fucking presidency. They, they, well, well, even, even, he tried, even the, though, and that's that's what matters. It doesn't matter. No, no. I, well, as far as, no, as, far as it, getting reelected, I tried. The Democrats kept stopping me. It matters time. now, but if it's... It, the it Democrats have now, a minority. How are we stopping him? It doesn't him? matter. Yeah. <laughs> it, yeah, it, 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 that's the the Democratic judges are overturning what he's doing. You know, it's He, he always has someone to blame, is he what I'm does, saying. He does, but as it's long, not, it's not but a that, plausible... That's the thing. We, we don't really hold... Uh, we can't hold presidents to their political platforms when they are running because no. most of what they promise is impossible and so it, as long as he is continuing to try to do what he says i believe in the mind of his constituents that is enough to say that that is you know going to bring him it's forward very simply put if i if, if i propose to you mr uh, Schoenfeld, really? you can eat down on one knee that if i, I, if, I said to, if i said to you <laughs> i was going to come here with a hundred bucks or i was going to give you a hundred bucks mm-hmm. tomorrow at noon right and i get here at noon and i say to you I was going to give you a hundred bucks, mm-hmm. but on my way here, this guy fucking robbed me and took a mm-hmm. hundred bucks from me, but I'm here. So, you know, I'm sorry. Maybe when I come back tomorrow, like but you have to let me in tomorrow in order for me to give you the hundred bucks. Right. Uh, tomorrow when I knock on the door, I don't know if you're going to give a fuck one way or the other, whether you open the door. Cause I'm already in right now. And then your question of whether or not you're going to open the door, there is that shadow of a doubt of like, you know what? 
He's going to come up with some excuse this time or whatever. Maybe he's not even going to knock or who knows. And if the knock never comes, well, then who knows? But more importantly, if I just blamed someone else and the fact that I didn't give you what I promised, you might not. You might not get out of your fucking bed to open the door. Oh, no. And I guess that's the point. Obviously, winning would be the best strategy. But barring that from being an actual possibility, I don't think his constituency is going to hold his losses as against him as the Democrats seem to be implying. Oh, no. They're not going to hold it against him, per se. No, you're, you're, just, you're totally right. I think it's yeah, just a degrees it's a, matter. It's another suppression. Well, yeah. I, I think the, the percentage— Not a suppress, it's the wrong word, but— but Well, I just think the percentage that that's going to influence someone's opinion is— is, uh, a lot less than you Which are is implying. fine, but he only won by, you know, 100,000 votes in, like, two different states. So, like, sure, yeah. So, like, that, that, that small problem, that small kind of, like, issue from, mm-hmm. a, from an actual, you know, the way the game is played, yeah. specifically speaking. Don't forget, he fucking lost the popular vote. Like, yeah. I, I don't know how this happened. It may be, it's you called know, the Electoral College. Trump's right. a genius. Let's just all say it right now. Trump's a genius. I will never well, fucking say it. What the hell? Wash your mouth out. His he will, he will leave us that alone. Win yeah. If you just perfect. say it, he'll leave us alone. If you no, stop saying he Russia, he'll leave us alone. He'll go away. No, what he'll is, keep what, coming you, back for more. What, what, keep for your head more in the sand, accolades. Let, let, the, let the big boys take care of this. Keep your head in the sand. Jesus Christ. My head's in my ass, not my stand. So one thing I did want Stand. to uh, kind of circle back <laughs> to, um, just this idea that um, we, we kind of keep leaving off the table from the, the Comey testimony that it, it pretty much... Testimony! He said that there was like, that, that first off, that Trump was not under investigation himself. Sure. So that takes a lot off the table. He said it, that though, at the, he said knowing when he was fired. He's currently under investigation. Well, now he's under investigation because everyone just kept crying. But the, the, I don't think that's he was the saying, reason. He, I think it's he literally he's said there was no validity to the arguments or to the uh, the accusations that were going on. He literally said that the information in the news is incorrect. Yeah, they he said say, one New no, York Times story. He, we talked about this he on pointed TV. Out, he pointed out one story, but he he talked about the fact that this is something that happens all of the time. Because you can't they, correct it exactly. without really releasing classified information. Yeah. What does that say that to you? That, what is that? What's your conclusion? My conclusion is that these were basically clickbait articles that were trying to hype up the the Democrats just to get the fervor going. So that this is not necessarily what, true. What is the, this is exaggeration. So, all right, I, I will totally grant you that that was the case. Absolutely, I think that like level-headed people were absolutely saying it, right at this table. We're saying. Trump, remember when I did my little breakdown of like, you know, how, how Trump, the, the, the reason that is bad that Trump fired the fucking FBI director. I, I specifically said he is not under investigation, but is, but he is involved in the Trump campaign Mm -hmm. period. So him doing this is a demonstration of an intent behind obstruction of justice, regardless of whether he actually did anything wrong or whether anything was wrong was done. I mean, if, if he was totally innocent, he still obstructed justice. All you know what he I mean? wanted so, but, was but more for him to say he was in the clear and he wouldn't do it because it would have come back to bite Comey in the ass. If, if he had all of a sudden become under investigation sure they, in their findings, he, right. and I, he think he told him that. I was like, I, do you, well, actually, no. I don't know. He did. Comey explained to Trump, it, if, I, if I tell them now yeah. that you're not under investigation, if, I, if you become a subject of an investigation, 
I will kind of be behooven to say to the public, you are now under to investigation. And it becomes the whole Hillary thing in the beginning of like, yeah. that's, it will be detrimental so to like, you. Why was it is that not, not in your best interest. Because Trump wanted to hear that my election was legitimate and amazing and mm-hmm. I'm the best. That's all he wanted to hear. But, but like at the your- same time, Comey, um, like, yeah, he had all these things going on in his head and he was trying to remember all these things and he has like great explanations, but when he was around these people, he was just silent. He just sat oh, there. Oh, he's a total pussy ass douchebag. And bag. went along Fucking... with it. Was like, yeah, yeah, he's a good guy. Like, I don't know. Just stop talking to me about this. Like, yeah. basically just trying to brush it off. Mm-hmm. And in doing that, he's like, he's going, al- you know, he's agreeing to what Trump was saying. And, and in just his silence like, was a confirmation. Yeah, yeah, of, yeah cool. Yeah. yeah. like In so, Trump's mind, because he's yeah. such a narcissistic lunatic. But also in Comey's mind, he's like, well, I didn't say no. That's so fair. it's like, what? But also, you know, he's the head of the FBI. I feel like he could say. He shouldn't, though. I mean, the policy is not to say anything, period. That's no. That's the reality of it. But to, I not don't to know. say anything about what? You to don't who? need to. Ongoing, any, investigation. ongoing investigations to anybody ever. That to is the, the president? No, then you don't anybody. say. No, no. To, I, you know, I, I'm to in, the in, president. In the, yeah, you don't say Flynn is a good guy. You don't say, yeah, he's a good, he's a good guy. Well, you can say that. You shouldn't say, hope you can let him go. Then, well, yeah, but may, yeah, he I mean, said that to Trump to appease not even, him. That's not even the, the problem. Is the intent is, is the context of it, and that's, that's true. The, that is so like. I mean, once we okay, so whatever we do now is gonna haunt us and fuck us for the rest of the existence of this country. And so, if we all of a sudden now start to take the tack that we are going to investigate the intent of everything that the president does, thought crime. Not, well, you're, yeah, you're, again, you're slippery sloping a little bit. I mean, we're not saying that. You, you're trying to convict on the intent. I'm not trying to. I, I know that law, lawyers say that that is part of what obstruction charges yeah, it's, are. It's, it's His not, intent it's not an overall was to thing. make it go well, away. It, that, he's come out and said that was his intent to make it go away right but that is different than a cover-up that is he is he is trying to make an investigation into nothing go away because it is wasting time that is something that the president always has purview to do regarding an fbi investigation now this investigation happened to be related to him so it becomes more sticky but you can't say that the president has the Yes, you, this is kind of the Nixonian argument. Right, right. Yeah. Is that the president can't it can't be convicted? Um, no. no. Yeah, that's what you're basically saying. You're I'm saying, saying the president shouldn't under- be investigated by the FBI because he's directly. Yeah, responsible you're saying he's for allowed. Him. You're saying he's allowed to fire anyone he wants, and he can abuse the power, and it doesn't matter because he's the president. That's not abusing your power to fire people that are under you because of what we talked about before is there, there should be checks and balances, but the checks and balances do not come from within your own branch no, of no, government. So, if they're, yes, it, it, it's still, okay, we've gotten a little bit off track. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we I feel like you before. had a really good point I, there, though, that I'm trying to acknowledge <laughs> that I, I, I can't fully remember exactly what it was. Um, and, yeah, let's and, wait here until uh, you think of it. Yeah, no shit. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> I don't even know where to go. It was at this about point. intent and his, like trying to make the investigation go away, but it wasn't. well, no, I but mean that was obstruction of justice, was... no matter what. Like he he obstructed justice, period. That like like point blank. It's it's as simple as that, and that's fine. And whether or not he colluded, whatever, it's fine. But um, and and you know, Comey, Comey, yeah, you're right. Could have handled it better, absolutely. But 
I, 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 there's also the question of whether or not he knew it was illegal. And that is unfortunately, Trump. A, yeah, that, that is, I heard a, that's not true. Ed. Uh, oh, from so, my understanding, uh, that is a big no, portion. No, of no, 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 no. So, yes, crime. again, yeah, exactly. Not in, in general, but in this instance, in a very interesting way, as long as it was an intent to suppress the investigation, it doesn't matter whether he knew it was illegal or not, specifically as far as that being connected to obstruction of justice. Look, by the way, the also, action, why did he clear the room? Why, like, why, why, you don't Jesus. think he understood that what he was doing Look, was Forget wrong? all that. Like, you think I, he's I, just a complete doofus and there's no idea that what he was doing was any, any wrongdoing. And I think people, he was talking about personal matters that applied to him. But he, he cleared the room. He got rid of everyone. except He fucking you know. knew. People, people he he does, did, I totally think he did. does that to shit his companies all the time. Like, yeah, I think that's a power move more than totally. it is. Totally. Which I mean is uh, wrong. Yeah, but <laughs> I think he. I think he. No, I think right. he knew that he was doing something. Look, pe- people. People get held up on the actual phrasing of of how he said it yeah. to Comey. Right. I hope whatever. Blah blah blah. Look, guys, we're we're forgetting a very specific thing here. The action of firing the FBI director. Yeah, as soon that's as he a thing did that, that he did. I don't care. And then the question is, why did he do it? And the answer that he gave was, well, he was thinking about the Russian thing, the Russia thing. And yeah, with right. Flynn, that like wasn't that, going that, I don't know how to describe that any, as anything other than an attempt to obstruct justice. I think the best, but that doesn't, high yeah, it doesn't like change not, the investigation at all. It I doesn't mean, matter. It, it doesn't have. matter. It doesn't matter. An attempt is just as bad as actually successfully. You're, you're still assuming justice. he's dumb enough to think because that, yeah. he would be. Oh replacing, yeah, totally. It yeah. doesn't matter. He'd be yeah. replacing the FBI director that could immediately terminate that investigation, and there wouldn't be anyone in there that could do anything about it. So he left that position vulnerable, and who knows who's going to go in there? But it directly relates. But to again, that's that's also slippery slope stuff. Putting I mean, the that kibosh is, on that investigation. No, that, it's not. Well, I that, don't think so. I mean, that's you know, if that his happened, intent and was then, to get it, someone else in there. It, it, certainly, who, but why? I mean, you know, there were, there was a lot of wrong around I'm thinking myself that, that was, Russia thing. Well, <laughs> that was one of twenty excuses that came out of the White House, and you know, they are not necessarily all on the same page there. Well, and the one directly yeah, no, from they, the president, I would think, is the right one. Yeah, you should, <laughs> yeah, that, And I apologize, Sean. You had a good point before that I really wanted to acknowledge and and like bring us to a nice close, but I can't remember what it was. But let me just say, if you check the tape, Sean. Said said something that was totally fair. Sean actually fair. said something smart, guys. Sean said something that was totally fair, and I can't remember what it was to have like some sort of twist on it, but... I saw you point, and it was about when he said it was about the cover-up and not... I don't know anymore, yeah. man. I it don't know, It is kind of man. patronizing, though, isn't it? Sean said something really smart, guys. <laughs> Yay! Just, yeah. But it wasn't memorable. So, uh... <laughs> I was trying to move us on, is my point. Yeah, and I'm trying oh. to make fun. Yeah, yeah what's it, going on? No, in that vein, I did want to uh, quickly bring up the, uh, the Mr. Uh, Otto Warmbier. Um, I know it's uh, a little outside of what we're uh, here. No, I want to get back to foreign policy. That's it's what good. is happening. Yeah. yeah, I mean the um, uh, you know those unaware. He was the uh, uh, American tourist that went to North Korea that uh, uh, stole tried to steal a propaganda poster from a hotel and mm-hmm. uh, ended up getting convicted in North Korean jail. And they finally sent him back to us about a year later or a year or so later. It's been now. like what fifteen months? Something like that. That was yeah. what he was sentenced to. Is 15 months yeah and they sent him back to his in a coma and he died a couple of days after we got him back um there is you know uh, to me this is again one of those uh, trigger points again that could spur us into one of the new three wars that we're looking at 
Yeah, it's a possibility. Uh, I, I don't think right now it will have. Uh, it, honestly, it would have. I know that sounds morbid. It would have already if it, if, if it really was the you know the Franz yeah. Ferdinand moment. If you will. no, no, it, yeah, it's, it's no. Not, it, but how, how long? How long did did uh, what's it called? Fucking attack the other <laughs> after yeah, Ferdinand? Yeah, that's great. Totally. Oh, that one. That old. <laughs> Way to be articulate. I know sir. he's trying. That to old say. story. I'm very, I'm very focused on pouring a stout. It's not very easy. I'm trying to remember World the War One history. <laughs> so, so after the ah, oh, fuck me. Anyway, whatever. So, so, but no, it, it was, it was, uh, it was a what uh, a month and a half before the actual attack happened. Yeah, but uh, oh. it's a little different because it, How? It, there was fervor. There is not an uproar in this country to attack North Korea except for that one dude on Fox News. about everything there's else. There's one dude You've on Fox, Fox News. News lately. One, yeah. There's one dude, a douchebag on Fox and Friends who said to nuke North Korea in a preemptive attack. That's it. Everyone denounced him and said I he's a like fucking asshole. I that's always Fox News' uh, stance on North Korea. Which, by the way, that's what the Koreans are afraid of and then yeah. that's enough for them to be like, hey, maybe we should like yep. test our shit make sure we're ready to go and then Which we're like been. oh yep. fuck maybe they're testing their so, shit fuck it bomb right. them because we're america they're planning Murder on, on a nuclear Trump test new- yeah planning a nuclear test this week or next week and we'll see we'll see what trump decides to do there are currently two carriers in the sea of japan he's gonna uh, fucking nor new th- Ugh. he's n- gonna nuke north korea like i've been saying this whole fucking time well he won't nuke them. there's no way he's, he'll he might bomb them. okay no one will use sure nukes. i you know which is honestly just as bad in many ways is it, it i mean not if we go to war with Russia via Syria, does that do anything to exonerate Trump in the eyes of the public, or does that just become well, more what of a public? Cover up? It's a it's a specific portion that that would right, be right. pro well, war I mean, with the one, Syria. Uh, well, a war with there Russia are Democrats in general. who are pro Assad. Tulsi Gabbard. There's some. It, there's different portions here, which is really crazy. Um, I think in general, the Lindsey Graham, John McCain style conservatives would probably like that. I was thinking more the liberals that are screaming that that he needs to be impeached would going to war with Russia appease that collusion aspect. No, no, I don't think no, 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 we don't. No one anybody. wants to go to war. Yeah, yeah it's gonna... no, we don't want to go to war. And it would be a proxy war. You're right. We'd be probably providing air cover for the Syrian defense. I mean, sorry, the Democratic forces, and then obviously versus Assad's. And so it'd be a proxy. Yeah, war. it's another Vietnam, Korea, whatever. I think and I don't right, think but... anyone in Congress wants to go to war because. They would have to decide on it, and nobody wants to make a firm stance on anything because they want to get reelected. So For the Republicans, that's the best time to get reelected, though. It's War, like everyone is, tiptoes around. Yeah, but if they're you're right, on that's, that's paper, the secret on the hill is they don't want to vote for a war. Yeah, they don't want to be on record well, we saying one way or another. <laughs> We haven't been at war. We haven't mean? been at war since World War Two. Oh, technically, yeah, <laughs> that's what I mean. That's they, what he means. They, they've oh, never they've, they they actually try and avoid voting on war. Like this is it does not go. Yeah, it doesn't <laughs> so go to a vote. It's all rooted in that in that in that uh, whatever was passed after nine eleven. That AUMF. Like, weird. Yeah, thank you, AUMF. You want to explain that? You're an authorized use of military force. So they basically said we can use military force against the people who attacked, yeah. which was Saudi. You know. Uh, Saudi-born uh, terrorist in It's been perpetuated worldwide, too, by the way. Which brings me also back to the Middle East. I wanted to talk about Qatar, if you wouldn't mind, for a second, which is kind of the interesting going on. It's today, the last, like, 24 hours. Oh, I don't know. What, what's, what's recent? Is there any recent news? I don't know. I Don't put me on the spot like that. How dare you? Well, you just brought it up. <laughs> yeah, my man. Yeah, my man. <laughs> Anywho, I wanted to bring this back to something I love, soccer. Because Qatar is, is having the World Cup in 2022, which I find is very really? interesting. The whole world is, is the biggest event in the world, the World Cup. It's bigger than the Olympics. And, and also, before Qatar gets the World Cup in 2018 to next year, guess who gets the World Cup? Take America. 
Mm-mm. I wish. Fuck yeah. Russia. Yes. Oh, it's yeah. It's in Russia. Russia, Russia, Russia. It's going to be very interesting <laughs> the way that the United States goes there. It's going to be similar to, you know, 1980, I think. We're going to see if we can pull off a crazy upset. Boycott? Well, no, I don't want to boycott. I want a miracle on like the soccer the Germany field. Olympics in mm. the 30s. Jesus. Just kidding. They love Jesse Owens, apparently, after a little while. <laughs> Anywho. Uh, I don't know. I'm just a little nervous about everything going on. I'm trying to try to bring this home, but I, I don't want to get hysterical, if you will, because I, I know late. that it's- We will not. I don't think I have been. I think I've, I've been upset righteously, and I think that I'm, I'm, I'm patient. I know What are you upset is, about? Like, really try to pinpoint that. I'm upset- What is it Trump that you're- pro- I'm, yeah, That's obviously part of it. I'm upset at the Republican one, but it's not just that. I'm upset at the way it happened. I'm upset that Russia did what they did. And I, I also despise Putin in a way that I despise Hitler. Uh, I, I don't put him on the same level, but on a personal note, because of my Judaism and the way I failed about World War II and studying 20th century European history growing up, Putin to me is the worst man in this entire world right now. And if I can do anything I can to convince people of that, I, I need to, because I don't know how to say it anymore. He if you if you look at the money, if you look at the influence, if you look at the oil, all if you all, all this stuff, it all leads back to the man with the money and all the power, and that's him. He's he's giving money to Iran, leading us to have this Hezbollah argument with this Qatar stuff. He wants wars in the Middle East because that leads to driving prices up for the oil. He wants to take over Ukraine and Lithuania and Latvia and these democratic countries and threatening NATO and the democratic Western democracies that I really care about and everything I really care about in history. All my study of history is to, to me to say. I want to preserve Western democracy. And the one human being right now who is diametrically opposed to that is Vladimir Putin. And I can't say that enough that that's my worst fear and I want to fight him every single breath I take, no matter what. So you want to go to war with Russia? No, I want to fight him with info and with propaganda. That was, that was very well said. I don't, want to, I don't want to go to war. I want to go to an info war. How about that? You're already there. When the politicians keep politicking Before you turn to excessive drinking Spend some time collectively Politinkering with the show where I don't know man Cause the truth is I don't know man I just I don't know man On a separate note, I really want to visit Russia one day. Uh, <laughs> so if anyone's listening and like the Russian tourist boom board or anything like that, I like your country. I like your people. Uh, I just think your government's fucked. It's like so, the whole Cuba thing. Yeah. like, I want to go travel to Cuba. <laughs> so uh, You're going to end up like warm beer, dude. Yeah. I want to go to the beach in Cuba, though. Why do we have to be doing this? I just hope they don't check my Twitter feed if I ever go over there. Will it, I, they check everything. God damn it. I'm fucking Russia. It's really cold there, but I, you know, I, I'm, I'm down. Remember to follow us <laughs> at Politinkering on the Twitters there. If you get a chance, go over to iTunes and you can give us a rating and also uh, rate us a review. Tell a friend. Uh, you can also follow uh, www.josephbonnier.com. And you can <laughs> so also follow... 
<laughs> text B for calling. That's with a uh, letter four and a number B. And uh, finally, I love your faces. Jesus Christ. Fucking thief.